Part One of Edwy, a poem in three parts. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Edwy, a poem in three parts by Anne Radcliffe. Part One: The Hazel Tree, a summer song of fairy. Lightly green with springing buds, the hazel twines her fairy bowers in yon dell or hung with woods where the brook is music pours o'er the margin of the stream peeps the yellow marigold and lilies where the waters gleam bend their heads so fair and cold know ye why the elfin band watch beneath the hazel bough tis to guard its magic wand and its blossoms as they blow these gathered at the midday hour to mortal eyes their haunts betray that has the strange enchanting power to call up a prophetic fay be she down among the rills in some wildwood dingle hid or dancing on the moonlight hills she must speed as she is bid or sleep she on the mossy bed under the blossom breathing lime that sheds sweet freshness overhead the freshness of the morning prime or stray she with old thames serene through osier tufts and lofty groves by royal towers or cottaged green still must she leave what best she loves leave the thatched cot where finest spreads the turf mid every choicest flower and the far-branching chestnut sheds over the wave its greenest shower where silver streaked that polished wave glides by with lingering sweet farewell while stately swans their proud necks lave and seem to feel some fairy spell then marvel not that elfins fair guard the thin wand and hazel bloom since these can all their haunts lay bare by hidden stream or forest gloom near windsor's shades there dwelt a youth who fast was bound in cupid's chain but how to try his lady's truth by mortal means he sought in vain he to a chamber dim withdrew where serpent skin and head of toad hinted of themes he must pursue ere secret would to him be showed it was a chamber magical where light in partial gleams appeared and showed strange shapes upon the wall by his own mystic learning reared thence to the hazel copse he went when the sun was flaming high and there the twining branches rent for then no fay was watching nigh fast asleep in closed flowers and all unheard and all unseen who that walked these noontide bowers could guess that any elves had been next to the forest hills he hied to pull the wild thyme's budding bloom fresh from some haunted dingle's side for it must blow where fairies come just such a dingle still is seen hanging upon the park's high brow deep buried in the shadowy green where tall o'erarching beeches grow here oft the fairies revel keep to bless the castle's moonlight hours and peep as winds these branches sweep at windsor diademed with towers grass that crowns a fairy's throne marigolds her canopy lilies for her cradle known these he gathers three and three well prepared with hazel leaves thus the wondrous charm distil 
which laid on an eye that grieves shows each sprite of grove or rill three hazel wands peel smooth and white just a twelve-month-old no more thrice on each wand the full name right of the fay you would implore then in earth these wands consign in earth that elfin footsteps tread extract them with well-muttered line unheard of man by man unread next to the north your visage turn invoke her name with thrice told three be she by forest mead or born her on your magic glass you'll see with shaking hand he peeled the wand then would he trace her name i wot edwy the love fay would command but edwy had her name forgot full of great flaws to aught but love is the memory of a lover now he must watch where fairies rove or this name he'll ne'er recover back o'er the sunny hills he goes to his green home in windsor shades to draw the charm that shall expose the elfin court when daylight fades down by good clewer's winding mead and where the silver currents glide a plume of elms lifts high its head and casts its shadow on the tide all dark and still the feathery grove sleeps in the streamy light below the streamy light with placid love and hushing murmur seems to flow their elves twas said in ringlets went when chimes sang midnight to the land if then on windsor's battlement tiptoe the full-orbed moon should stand duly distilled the flowery charm thither edwy must repair and that no check the spell might harm ere the sunset he was there the golden tints of evening lie upon the smoothly flowing stream tint the old walls and turrets high and lower on the wood-tops gleam and slanting o'er the willowed vale the blessed henry's fane enshrined its fretted windows turrets pale and pinnacles far ranged behind and now the soothing hour is come the starlight hour when all is still save the far distant village hum and the lone watch-bark from the hill and wheels which far off travelling pass unseen in bowery lane like to the sea-tide murmuring now loud and lost then loud again he laid the charm upon his eyes and looked with desperate courage round alas no tripping phantoms rise on the shadowy fairy ground patience is a lover's duty here counting every distant chime he exalts his lady's beauty in quaint or pity moving rhyme till in the east a shadowy light rising behind the castle walls gives the dim turrets to his sight and in mute watch his spirit thralls as slow the unseen moon ascends more darkly drawn the towers appear till every doubtful mass expands and lives upon the radiant air then peers she o'er the broad keep's height a spreading curve of light serene and faithful to her loved midnight there reigns its pale and pensive queen and touches with her silver ray terrace and woody steep below the river's willow-sheltered bay and waters quivering as they flow where e'er the enchantress points her wand forth from the deep of darkness crowd pale glimmering shapes and silent stand as waked from death's unfolding shroud the landscape lived 
clear spread the lawn the groves their shadowy tops unfurled and airy hills in prospect dawn like vision of another world the chimes sang midnight edwy shook while by the grove of elm he stood and cast a sly and wistful look around the turf and o'er the flood that wrinkled flood all silver bright no sail of fairy pinnace showed nor neath the still elm's bowery night a glimpse of elfin pageant glowed st george's chimes with falter sweet like infants tried their task to say but waked from midnight's slumber meet the imperfect accents died away and soft they sunk to sleep again ere the slow song was duly closed as seeming feebly to complain of broken rest e'en while they dozed but fairies met not edwy's eye for here alas no more they roved some urchins of the college nigh had surely scared them from the grove such as the forest keepers here have followed helter-skelter round hills woods and dales for tracking deer till fond thames bore the whites to ground to eaton ground where safe from law and praising oft the helping tide they peeped well hid in grass and saw the foresters on t'other side such as the maypole oft has watched doff gown and mount the coach on high such as the tavern dinner snatched the bottle drank and ate the pie in fifteen minutes and away and if an oxen heard they met sprung on their horns in laughing play then gravely joined the schoolroom set oh those were happy times i ween the light of morning o'er the sky that touches all the varied scene with lifeful gleams of hope and joy the angered fairies in revenge still the tale goes their tyrants flout plunge them in scrapes and mischief strange then leave them to a flogging bout but oft good robin proves their friend and lays his bandage on the eyes of the grave heads who mildly blend remembrance with severe surmise and now in more removed ground up in the high park's ancient shade on the grey forest's lonely bound these fairies dance in secret glade where oaks plantagenet still frown great edward's tree e'en each appears a warlike ruin gaunt and lone the spectre of five hundred years nursed by long centuries gone by reared in the storms that wrecked their kings oh could they give the past a sigh and speak the tale of vanished things the peopled scenes they have beheld in long succession varied guise more wonders here had stood revealed than aught that fairy dream supplies thus edwy with a face of rue returned home for future feet thus he who does adventure woo must sometimes disappointment meet end of part one